Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Welcome back, Adam. How are you today? Fine and dandy. How about yourself? Good. Big weekend plans for you, I hope. Holiday weekend? Sure. Yes. Do you want me to elaborate? <laughs> Are you going to share? <laughs> like what? <laughs> nope. Big plans. Not going to share them. Thanks for asking. No, it's so yes. Saturday, Sunday, both days. Final races of the point season for uh, myself and Ava and my dad. So see how it all shakes out. Very good. Hopefully uh, good weather for a little little picnic on our end but otherwise um you know abruptly got back into school so maybe it'll feel good to have a long weekend not doing much (laughs) yeah my kids are already looking forward to a long weekend after four days in school just try to enjoy our real estate and segue (laughs) today's topic yeah today's topic av conversations um we'll often get a question from you know, through the financial planning process, is real estate a good investment? Um, you know, we live in a, we work, live in a college town here where, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of people we run into who own another property uh, based on rental units. So it's not uncommon for us to have that. Thought it'd be a good conversation today. So I'll throw it to you. The question we get, is real estate a good investment? And that is such a loaded question. And I love it's, it. you, it's, yeah, it's usually met with a, well, let's, let's talk about it. it. It depends. Let's talk about some pros and cons. And I think my initial thought was let's just start ground floor for anyone who's thinking of their primary residence as a potential investment. We certainly don't view it that way, right? From an investment standpoint, yeah. it's, it, it either needs to appreciate to some level that at some point you're going to quote unquote, cash out, or it's generating some sort of income, dividends, yes. interest, rental payments, whatever that may look like. So from a primary residence standpoint, we certainly don't view that as an investment per se. Um, I'll maybe throw out a compliance curse word of a reverse mortgage. I'm sure there are a lot of people that have heard those of those or- and how, how that may play a role. But other than that, and that can be its own thing. Um, yeah, we really don't see your personal home being an investment in your future. Yeah, totally agree, right? Most people would mortgage that property anyway, so you're probably paying a little oh, extra sure. than the value of the home over time. The yeah. only other time your primary residence comes into focus with us, we work with a lot of retirees, and at some point there are those that go, gee, maintaining this property, having these three extra bedrooms when the kids are gone, like yeah. downsizing might be a thing. And if that allows you to exchange one thing of greater value for something of lesser value, then maybe the difference becomes a part of the financial plan. But yeah, totally with you. Absolutely. Yeah. The home is a roof over your head. It's a place to squat, raise a family, um, call your own, right? It is the American dream or was, I should say. Sure. Um, Not really an investment. So let's just... Let's put a pin in that and then let's yep. move forward. 
I think the, the nature of the question really more commonly to us is, hey, is this another way for me to try to make some money? Yeah, and then that certainly goes down the road of now multiple properties or at least a secondary property that is hopefully a rental, whether that's residential or a vacation yep. property or yeah, some, something that feels like it, it has investment potential or at least that's the idea, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this property, I'm gonna rent it out, I'm gonna get some income and that is my return on investment. And often what we see is it's not always that straightforward. There are a lot of variables when it comes to owning a property that are completely different than owning a stock or a bond or an investment in the, you know, in the market. Yeah. Like plunging toilets and getting <laughs> phone calls in the middle of the night because something's not working and guess what? You own it. Yeah. Um, Warren Buffett hasn't called me up in the middle of the night to, you know, come plunge the S and P 500 yet. Well, yeah, some days it feels like that, but anyway, <laughs> the, po the point being, I think property management, that's the first question. Like how passive is this as an investment versus what is your active role? Most people that we would see as really into investment management, mm -hmm. it's a job. It's a job. They own multiple yeah. of them, but that means they are probably the general contractor. They are probably a little bit of the electrician. It is blood, sweat, and tears that go into that as a job, which I would put it there. That's the way they earn income. Right. That's, that's different than passive investing. I don't have to do anything other than save when I'm trying to make money with my you know, own financial plan. Yeah. And so the, the other side of that is if you're not necessarily kind of that, that do-it-yourselfer and the one who's handyman and maintenance and everything that goes into the physical caring of the property, if the tenants are not going to be fully responsible, then farming that out to professionals that can do that is certainly a thing, but then that does eat into your profits or, you know, kind of your, your investment returns from said property. So that's probably a good segue into when we say it depends whether this is a good investment or not. In our world, we call that capitalization rate. I don't, I mean, the technical term doesn't really matter. What we're trying to get somebody to do is really look at the hard rate of return, the money in their pocket from this property. And if you're having to farm out property management, you're needing to make repairs, do improvements, you're paying the utility bills, you're paying the taxes, whatever the agreements are, Right, right. then it's not as simple as saying, here's the rent I'm taking in versus what the value of the property is. It's what is the net income to me based on the value of the whole property? And that is a percentage rate of return that now we can compare to something else that might be out there, whether it's a bond, a stock, mm -hmm. any other investment that we would be looking to appreciate over time. Yeah, that, that's, that's a way, to your point, to just be able to look at it as a more apples and apples comparison, um, at least from, from that standpoint. But then there still is that just the unknown. So uh, uh, maybe I'm diverting a little bit further down the conversation, but it's liquidity, right? So in the yeah. future, let's just, let's just assume that at some point you either don't want the property anymore, or it's just not, you're having trouble renting it out. You're having trouble with tenants and you just don't want to do it anymore. Whatever that decision is that you come to now finally try to dispose of this property it's not like an investment in the stock market where you click a button and it's done and it's in cash in three days. 
I mean, obviously yeah. anyone who's bought, bought or sold a home knows that it's, it's not a fun process, but also depending on the market conditions that can really dictate how quickly you can get cash back out of it. God forbid we're in a, you know, late two thousands where the market feels the housing market feels like it's yeah. collapsing. And now you're trying to unload a property because you needed the cash. And now it's not necessarily the, the seller's market that we're kind of in today. And now your hands are somewhat tied in, in trying to access some of your investment. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And that's why I think um, to answer this question, is it a good investment, really does tie back to financial planning and an individual yeah. uh, and what else they have. I think we often run into and see the people that really want to do this as um, an investment typically are actually real estate heavy. And that's yeah. where we would say, man, you're not really liquid and diversified in the way that we would want you to be for anything that may come around the corner versus the other side of this, people that maybe do have a lot of savings. Um, maybe they saw an opportunity to buy another property and have somebody pay the mortgage for them. So really sure. all, that, all that was lost to them was an extra thing on their credit report. Right. Um, that is a diversifier where we may say, yeah, that looks like a really good idea. So sure. I, Certainly think liquidity is a part of it. I think diversification is a part of it. And I'm glad you brought yep. those two things up because those are two big inputs into our response to is it a good idea or not. So, so in that thought of diversification, not putting all of your eggs in one basket, and obviously that's something that we strongly, strongly believe in. When it comes to the real estate side of things, if, if somebody already has kind of all of the other things and that investment wise, right? You have stocks, you have bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever that may be. And they want to add real estate as just another piece of that big pie. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we've often seen though, that for, for those that may be a little uh, risk off, you know, a little risk fearful adverse. of risk, yeah. risk adverse. Thank you. That was the word that was not popping into my head. <laughs> we, we've seen to the point where if, if they have kind of everything set up to take care of, of their situation, they don't necessarily need to take on more risk, even though they may have an appetite for it and vice versa. They may need to take more risk right. and yeah. not have the appetite for it, where I guess the, the whole point is it can certainly play a role, um, but we would just want that person to be mindful of how involved and, and how far do they want to go down that road, knowing that real estate is a very different experience yes. than the electronic world of investing. So there's my takeaway. There are many different ways for people to build their wealth. We often talk in our line of business, clearly on stocks and bonds. And here we go, real estate. People do it with businesses, um, mm -hmm. but it's just one other way to do it. And I guess that's the takeaway. It depends on how much risk, how much liquidity. And again, I think it really comes down to how actively do you want to be involved in this process? Yeah. But then let's, let's, let's quantify this a little bit. When people talk about this, is it a good investment? I think what they're trying to get at is what's my rate of return? What can I expect? And I, yeah. don't, I, don't, know if, I don't know if you know, I did a quick Google search on this yesterday. Since yeah. 1940, do you know the year over year average appreciation of a home, home value? No, I don't. But if I had to guess, I want to say it's somewhere in the 2%. Two and a half percent range historically. So I'm going to say yes. That mm. is accurate if we account for inflation. Um, okay. 
it's around the five percent range. You peel out like, like historical inflation between two yeah, and three yeah, percent. Yeah. It's like there. Stock market. If you look at the S and P five hundred over the last eighty years, not including mm-hmm. this year, seven or eight percent after yeah. in, you account for inflation. So. I would look at this as, okay, it's a different way to go about diversifying your portfolio. Maybe it's more like a, an income stream, you know, rental sure, income yeah. later in life, or the appreciation yep. feels more like a bond, not necessarily a stock. So yeah, I guess I bring this up to kind of get out of 2021 world where we've seen home prices just explode. Like yeah. is, real, is real estate a get rich quick thing? Historically, no, not at all. So you're saying, is the housing market a meme stock? And the answer is no. It's, is it, so, is it, a, is it a, a Bitcoin? Is it, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I could, I could go all day with those, but I'll stop. Um, yeah, I, it, I certainly think that the real estate as an investment, when it comes to like rental properties, it very much falls in between the, the bond and the stock world in that there are certainly times like the last 18 months where the housing market just seems to be on a tear and you're seeing these numbers, yep. 15, 20% in market value appreciation for home prices over the last year, year and a half. Yeah. That doesn't seem sustainable. So anyone who would, to your point, the get rich quick scheme, buy a house a year ago and now are looking to sell it this year can absolutely make some money. Same can be said for the stock market. If you bought something 12 months ago, it's probably- right. Yeah. Generally, it's probably higher today, too. So, yes, we certainly would view that more as the, the income side of things, which now you know, leads it closer to the bond. However, I guess in a worst case scenario, if you own a rental property and, and things went sideways, you can't go live in a bond. <laughs> a barn. Yes, you can. I <laughs> actually did could I, live very Did I misspeak? <laughs> a bond. Yes. <laughs> So I have one last thought and I don't, I don't want to rush to the conclusion here. If Like you've got other notes you want to share, but um, my, my other thought was again, to kind of bring it back to, if you are considering this, there it's more than just liquidity and diversification that I would want to bring somebody's attention to um, sure. the qualification process for a second property is different than a primary property. Ooh. That's right. And I'm not going to I'm not going to get into all the details of that because I don't think that's what this podcast is about. But no. it is a second property is going to be looked at as an investment. And therefore, the qualification process is different. Um, yes. All, all the way down to the interest rates that you're yeah. going to pay on a loan if you try to do that are different. So yep. it really is. If it's something you're going to get serious about, I think it requires a financial plan. It requires a good lender to actually walk you through what it would mean. Um, before you just jump into something. Yeah, yes, I 100% agree. All right, so let's answer the question. Is real estate a good investment? Maybe. Could be, question mark. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a financial plan, uh, figure out that you, one, want to check all these boxes and that you've been really thoughtful about this. And yep. by the way, Brian, buying property right now, I might wait, I might wait. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy your racing weekend. I'm gonna enjoy some smoked pulled pork, probably. Maybe throw a quate or two. See what happens. (laughs) Enjoy it. All right. Catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Hey everyone, Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.